Hello and welcome to Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. My name is Matt Ham. With me every week is my good friend, co-host, and all things you print, Kevin Adams. That's it, man. <laughs> I'm here with you. Yeah, brother. Love it. Yeah. So uh, what are we talking about today? Yeah, we've got lots of good stuff on the docket today. Before we jump in, um, I just want to let folks know, man, new development with Uprint, so excited about this, yeah. is kind of the announcement of our Life Center, right. which is nonprofit arm of what we are doing, what God's doing here. Yep. And so I just wanted to speak to that briefly. I want you to just share a thought on it, what it is, why, and then how folks can kind of get involved with helping be a part of that. Sure. Well, <laughs> Life Center is a big vision we have for this community. Uh, it's, it's actually a vision my wife had about 10 years ago uh, when we weren't living in this community. So it, it's really interesting how God yeah. moves about. Uh, but uh, essentially, it's, it's kind of a church without a pulpit, uh, in a sense. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a place where people can go, believers, unbelievers, anybody in the community, uh, whether you, you need spiritual uh, your spiritual needs can be met through all kind of different teaching and training. Uh, your physical needs can be met, food, clothing, that kind of thing. But you, the, the point is to get you from where you lack to in the state of where you're dreaming and you're living big and your dream, if you want to start a business or just be a great employee somewhere, uh, we want to help you get to that place. So the idea is, is start where you are. Come on into the Life Center, and uh, this is about abundant life and uh, and that verse, you know, yeah. life abundantly. So that's where it all comes from. It's uh, it's a big old thing. So uh, yeah, uh, we've we've got some. Uh, uh, we want to build a whole campus, but but it starts out with uh, it's going to have fitness and you know even surfing and all kind of cool cool stuff. So yeah, it's just awesome to see the thing manifest. You know, it continues yeah. to grow. Right. And that's the one thing we can't get away from. You know, right. it's just right. God keeps doing it. It keeps growing. Yeah. It's so yeah. awesome. But, you know, we personally want to invite you guys to join us in this mission. Yes. And and be a part of it. You know, help us foster this movement to yeah. eradicate spiritual poverty. The Life Center is a huge part of that. Yes. Uh, tax deductible donations, uh, contributions, however you want to look at it. Right. Um, and right. we just put this up on our website so that you guys can go there now yeah. and get involved. And we've already started taking uh, contributions. So it's just cool to see. Yeah. Yeah, we, we already have uh, some folks uh, jumping on board, and uh, it's a big picture long term. It's not an overnight thing, um, but uh, the, the big thing is is, is uh, we want to uh, eradicate spiritual poverty. So many people are focused on physical poverty, and that's important, or, you know, drug problems, race problems, all kind of problems, and all of that is noble and good and, and excellent to deal with uh, or to, to go after and try to solve. But the way we look at it is, and the way we understand that the Bible looks at it is, if you eradicate spiritual poverty, it takes care of all of that. Yeah. Uh, you know, Matthew 6.33 is a testament to that. Seek him first, his kingdom, and uh, all these things will, will be taken care of. So anyway, Life Center is a big dream, but we've set up a whole company uh, so that we can provide services because some folks want to, Want to just donate or, or do their or their monthly offerings uh, as a part of this, but other other folks uh, want to treat us like a business. So we are a legitimate business, and uh, we do mentoring. We have courses. We have a portable faith community. So we've kind of taken away all the arguments, and it's dirt cheap, 
couple cups of coffee to get started. That's a month for something every day. Yeah. So uh, uh, lots of big stuff when you look out a few years. Yeah. So, folks, be encouraged. Uh, come alongside youprint.life, Y-O-U-P-R-I-N-T dot L-I-F-E. You can contribute there. Uh, you can get plugged into the Portable Faith community. Uh, so just want to let you guys know that that's a huge development. Yeah. Uh, Kev, before we jump into the show today, I want to make sure we recognize uh, our, our partners of the show. Uh, Physical Therapy Services of Wilmington is one of those. We had Russ Zimmerman on last week. Great uh, dude. Oh, man, it's awesome. Yeah. If you miss Big that, heart. yeah, if you miss that, go back, check it on the podcast. Uh, Physical Therapy Services of Wilmington, uh, serving southeastern North Carolina since 1983, family owned and operated more than 100 years there in the Office of Experience. New offices out at Porter's Neck Road, also on 17th Street, 910-763-8286. And also Freeman Landscaping, the largest privately held um, landscaping irrigation company in eastern North Carolina. Established in 1992, family owned as well, both residential and commercial landscaping, 910-796-1166. Many thanks to our corporate partners. So, Kevin, today... I want to talk about this thing that we, you know, you and I, people, we can't escape, and that is what to do when people don't do what they say they're going to do, Yeah. right? Yeah. It's everything from my kids, you know, saying they're going to clean their room or they're going to do whatever it is, right. and, you know, all the way up to peers, you know, coworkers, you know, whatever. It's everywhere, right? Spouses. <laughs> so how do, we, how do we begin to navigate this? Uh yeah, well, it, it, it's rampant, and uh, <laughs> you know, there's the old cliches: actions speak louder than words, and all that kind of stuff. And you hear people saying that over the years. And look, if you're a writer or a preacher or something, you think, "Gosh, well, I make my living off of words." And I, if, if you're speaking or like you, and you know, so I, I don't like that. Action speaks louder than words. I mean, it, it was good a hundred years ago. Um, <clears throat> But there, the, let's get to the point. Let's get up what's up under that. So it's not just some weird cliche that uh, people throw around and when they want to, you know, debate you and, and push you in a corner if you like to speak. You know, uh, that speaking is action. Yeah. Writing is action. Anyway, so big caveat there. Um, but uh, the 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 big thing is is when someone tells you something that affects your life in some way, big or small, and and you rely on that. And then, for whatever reason, they don't do it. So what we can do is we can look at the reasons people don't do it and where grace should be offered and where you need to stand up to it and say, hey, you, you, you didn't do what you said, you know? Yeah. So those are kind of the... the uh, the switches on this the, thing. Yeah, so I think a lot of times in Christian culture, when I say Christian culture, this is kind of Western Christian culture, our experience. This right. is conversations with people. <laughs> Southeast this American is, Christianity. <laughs> right. I think, I think a lot of times we fall into this trap, though, of saying, well, Jesus said turn the other cheek. And so we constantly yeah. take this position of turning the cheek, turning the cheek, turning right. the cheek, turning the cheek, turning the cheek. Forgive yeah. 70 times 7. <laughs> Right. You know, and so it's this nobility in being a doormat, which is right. not what we see in Christ. Yeah. And so there has to be an equal measure. Of, and we've talked about this lion and lamb right. last show or sure. whatnot. But this is a big thing because so many people that we talk with are essentially walking through and struggling with relationships 
when people didn't do everything from marriages who said, you know, we're going to take a covenant here for better or for worse. Right. Now I'm out because it got right. tough or whatever. Right. All the way down to business dealings. Yeah. And they say, oh, well, it's just business, you know, right. whatever. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, so the big question is, because uh, we, we all deal with it, and we even participate in it. Sure. Uh, you know, uh, and so I think there's a there's a nice little buffer there for things like uh, simple things. Uh, you, you have to be careful with it, but uh, you know, my, my personal buffer is: look, I need ten minutes either way on time. Uh, you know, if if I uh, if I say I'm going to come down and help my wife with the groceries and and she's already done it. <laughs> I'm, I meant to, right? So, <laughs> intended on yeah, helping you with the groceries. Yeah. But outside of that, you know, you've got a, you've got uh, people making financial commitments or telling you, you know, if you do this, we'll do this, and uh, you know, or people not just not living up to um, just what they say, or you know, saying you're gonna. Uh, it, well, look, we can plug in all kinds of things. Sure. We can throw a bunch of people under the bus. But uh, rather than do that, um, what we want to do is, is, is press on the idea of why, why would someone tell you something, look you in the face and say, I'm in, I'm all in to what you're up to. And then a few weeks later say, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Or they don't say anything. And you got to go bird dog them down. Yeah, and that I mean, of course, you know, I've had multiple businesses, and and I know you're you're you know you're learning that now with me, that this is a big part of owning a business is uh, not just con- you know contracting and selling, but but owning a business is you've got there's a lot of mice to wrangle. Yeah, uh, well, I think about like a, a restaurant that sets a schedule based on servers being there, and they say they're going right. to be there. It, it affects yeah. all of this stuff. Yeah, this right. is a giant thing yeah. that affects our faith life. Right. You know, it affects our personal life. It affects our business life. Right. So this is all encompassing. And so what we're trying to do is bring it down to talk about what's underneath it. Right. And then how we begin to navigate it. That's each day. right. How does it affect us? How do we deal with it? Why do they do it? Yeah. So. And if we don't. We fall into the trap of just exactly. blowing the world yeah, up. it turns into something it shouldn't. Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, we're going to dive into that more here on Wake Up Our Faith. Matt Ham and Kevin Adams with you every Wednesday, 1 to 3 p.m. Streaming, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Jump on, ask us your questions. Replayed here on the weekends, Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM from 12 to 2. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Matt Ham, one of the co-founders of Uprint, and I wanted to let you know about the Portable Faith Community. Wake Up My Faith is a content-rich, portable community that helps you effectively live out your faith on a daily basis. By removing the common obstacles of too little time and missed opportunity, the Uprint team now makes it incredibly simple to wake up your faith each day in a high-quality way. We offer three membership options to help you get plugged in right where you are, as well as high-quality courses and one-to-one mentoring. Go to wakeupmyfaith.com to learn more. That's www.wakeupmyfaith.com. Hello, and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, Dreaming big, challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. We are streaming live from the Standard Glass Studios 
here at Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM, Facebook Live, YouTube, and Twitter. So you guys feel free to check us out every week, Wednesdays, 1 to 3 p.m. want to thank our corporate partners for making this possible, uh, specifically the Honeycut Group, a family-owned insurance broker, more than 10 years in the business here in Wilmington and in North Carolina as well. Uh, they have auto insurance, home insurance, you name it, any insurance need, make sure you call the Honeycut Group at 910-338-1773. We also want to thank our friend Chris Riley and his team at Fountain Financial Associates. They have been giving clients and their families a better life and keeping promises for more than 20 years. Uh, grateful and thankful for Chris and, and the folks at Fountain Financial Associates as well. Give them a call, 910 256 8882. Um, so, Kev, today uh, we're talking about what to do when people don't do what they say they're going to do, how that affects us, how we navigate it. It's a big conversation, but let's yeah. bring it back to the table and walk through it. Right, right. Well, <clears throat> so we we move away from the simple stuff. You know, you're 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 in the in the store, and, and someone says, uh, "Yeah." Uh, I'll get right back with you, and you don't see him again, at, you know, the Walmart or wherever. Okay, whatever. That's just life. You blow it off. Um, <clears throat> but when someone you're counting on, I think this is the real sore spot area, mm. especially in business, um, because business becomes uh, something that uh, has a, a ripple effect financially for you. Uh, it just causes a lot of problems. So, uh, when someone says something and then they don't do it, uh, so so what do you do with that? Mm-hmm. Um, and and what I've learned to do is is to pause and and really take a look at the heart of the person and and understand what's going on there because it's real easy to jump on them, um, but then you learn the mode of people, so that's a whole different level. And uh, so we can look at both things because everything's an instance. So you don't want to throw out everything when, when people do this. But generally speaking, uh, I find that most people do not do what they say. Mm. It is, it's like a disease. Yeah. And so, again, throwing out the baby stuff, you know, oh, I'm 15 minutes late or whatever, the, the big stuff. I said I'll do it, and I didn't. Yeah. Do you think the baby stuff trickles to the big stuff? Or do you think there's a segregation there? You know, does one lead to the other? And I mean, what, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, that's a good question. I don't think it necessarily does. I think people sort of navigate their existence a little differently. Uh, you know, we'll have Macy coming in a little while, and uh, and and she she and I both have have a cloudy sort of approach to things. It's it's is brilliant and and wonderful. But it's at the same time, it, time doesn't always mean the same thing. So you got to give some grace in that area. I don't think it's that, that it leads to it. It's a good question. Yeah. But it could, um, you know. Uh, yeah. Is if you 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 give them a what is it? Give a pig give an a, give an inch will take a mile. Whatever. Yeah. Give I was going to say give a pig a pancake. Oh, I don't know that. One. Remember the book? The <laughs> no, kids I don't. Book. <laughs> I haven't read that one. All right. I know Good Night Moon. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, no, I don't think it leads to it uh, per se. But uh, the the big thing is when when you have what it does is it it, it removes trust from the relationship. Mm. So the the bigger, more important thing uh, when you start seeing that, um, it's it's a dangerous thing. 
Here, here's another question, and to keep me off a rabbit trail. This, this is coming to me, but are we supposed to trust people? Yeah, yeah, we should absolutely. Okay. Yeah, we don't need to. We're not. We're not putting people on pedestals, and we're not having. Uh, we, we need to keep our expectations of people low and keep them high of God. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, we, we you want to live in a in a in a world where you can trust people. So where's the dividing line? Um, but uh, the big thing is, is, is when people don't do what they say, how many times? So then you, let's look at the, uh, the uh, guy on the street, you know, that the uh, Good Samaritan helped. Sure. Well, so a great question is, how many times would, would he keep helping him? Mm. You know, what if the guy's still there next week? Yeah. Uh, you know, the guy, there's some expectation from the Good Samaritan, Right. Uh, and 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 so how how would how many times would he keep going back to do that? The third time, the fourth time, I'm done. Yeah, you know. So there's something in that where you go, okay, uh, it's time to stop. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and that so that's sort of the heart. But then you could ask the question to say, how many times would Jesus go back? Right, right. <laughs> and that's uh, that's the bigger question. But uh, so there's a nice place in there where you don't have to just make a recipe. This is how this works and this is how it doesn't. Um, you have to know. You have to have the mind of Christ to know in that instant, how do I deal with this? So that's really the the way you handle it. Yeah. So you have to get in the right place to deal with that. But you are going to deal with it, whether you're a Christian or not. Yeah. I think the big the big thing that we see is this pausing concept. You yeah. go, go back to pausing. You know, when you're when you're in this moment and something doesn't transpire the way you had expected it to, based on what somebody had right. said, you know, the, there's a pain point there. Yep. And if you respond out of that pain, that can be very dangerous because then it blows up the whole thing. So this pausing concept is huge, right? And and we don't often do that or see that in culture. Yeah, that's right. It's just this firestorm of of opinions and yeah. things. But it it really stems from for me, Kevin. It's a lack of integrity on the person not doing what they say. But then it's a lack of maturity on how to respond. <laughs> these are these are arrows. <laughs> yeah, well, they're good. No, no, no. That listen, that's truth. And when you're dealing with that, people need to hear it. It's it's not it's not a good, healthy thing to just let someone continue to to do that in a relationship. You have to dust your feet off at some point mm-hmm. if they don't receive this. You know, our our philosophy in our company is give, 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 give. But at some point, you know, the Bible says, "Don't cast your pearls to swine,", swine. Mm-hmm. and so. Uh, even Jesus at some point would walk away from the guy because he's not listening. How we know that because he told the two by twos, listen, if they don't receive you, then you dust your feet off and move on. So that's the lion, right? That's Shake the it resolve. Off, that's right. And, and, but you do it with joy, not anger. That's, so, yeah. so the idea here is when people let you down, they don't do what they say, specifically that thing, you pause, you let God speak to you about it, you double check it, you don't take the offense on yourself. Uh, you stay joyful and you get firm about it. Now, how you get firm is that's a tricky area. So we can talk about that. Yeah. Well, it brings up this whole concept that you and I had talked about prior to the show is anger. You know, and and anger is this dangerous thing because there's righteous anger. We see that in the Bible. 
and in your anger, do not sin. Right. You know, and, and actually our morning text in the portable faith community this morning dealt with this. So, yeah. you know, you right. share that thought. Well, it's it, the idea is that anger, there's only people talk about, yeah, even Jesus got angry. I think he got frustrated a lot, actually. You know, are you still so dull? I mean, he was a little smart alecky even at times, but uh, in a good, in a good holy way, right? But, but he only really demonstrated anger in defense of his father. So he didn't. He never got mad about himself when when people. Uh, that's why he didn't take up offenses. But he got mad about how people treated each other and about how. Uh, people treated his father. Mm-hmm. So the idea is, if it's not those two things, most of us deal with, we get angry about how people treat us. So we're going back to, people didn't do what they said. How am I going to deal with that? Am I going to let become a doormat? And a lot of people do, and that's not healthy. Uh, so anyway, back around the mountain, the text this morning was, uh, I think, uh, do, don't let your anger grow legs, uh, or it will carry you away from the whole truth yeah so we can talk about it next segment yeah well to to. me to me it's just powerful that if we if we live in anger constantly and Mm -hmm. we refuse to pause we're speaking and coming from our pain and that just digs the hole further and further and and it doesn't honor god that's right it doesn't honor christ right Right. because we're not modeling him we're defending ourselves yeah and this is a powerful thing i mean i just i really hope that folks pause with this because this is unbelievable when it comes to navigating these right. personal relationships. So so you need to expect obstacles, and these are obstacles. And they're good for you because they teach you and they prepare mm. you and they unlock your gifts. But what you don't need to do is put the expectations on people. Yeah. And so pausing helps create awareness. It lets God work through you, and it's the genius of heaven through you in that moment. And uh, there's nothing that beats it. Yeah. It's, it's greater than any amount of money. Simply the best. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, I don't know who sang that, but that song's in my head right now. Oh, is that, Simply you know the best. Tina Turner, man. Oh. I think it's Tina Turner. I think. Okay. Better than all. Yeah. Sorry. All right. <laughs> I'm chasing that rabbit. <laughs> you guys are watching Wake Up Our Faith, Matt Ham, Kevin Adams. Yeah. Uh, we're the co founders of Uprint. Why don't you check out the portable faith community during our break here? WakeUpMyFaith.com. Get engaged. We'll be back right after this. At Uprint, we believe that fully developed people are the greatest asset of any organization. If your organization is looking to develop a culture of satisfaction, well-being, and unified purpose among its members, Uprint is the breath of fresh air that will help. Our faith development workshops are geared to help the members of your organization uncover their God-given potential and work within a streamlined corporate vision from a place of individual value. We work with some of the fastest growing, most dynamic organizations in both corporate and faith-based settings, and we offer a wide range of faith-driven, personal development, and cutting-edge business leadership topics. To learn more, schedule a discovery call by going to www.uprint.life. Hello, and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, Dreaming big, challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. We have Kevin Adams and Matt Ham. We're the co-founders of Uprint, faith and personal development organization based here in Wilmington, North Carolina. 
Coming to you live out of the Standard Glass Studios at Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM. Uh, this show is made possible by our corporate partners. I want to recognize them. Southern Bank is the bank of better business. They've been serving Eastern North Carolina since 1901, offering their clients specialized financial service. They have offices right in Mayfair. Uh, Lenny Smith, Leon Pruzon, and Paul McCumbie, happy to help you out. Their team as well, 910-256-3657. Also, Century 21 Swallier & Associates, more than 30 years in the real estate business here in southeastern North Carolina. Uh, the market right now is crazy. It's a seller's market, as I hear. If you want to get an estimate on your house, possibly list your home or you're looking to buy, uh, give Century 21 Swallier & Associates a call, 910-256-0021. Kevin, we're talking today about uh, expectations of people, how to navigate when people don't do what they say they're going to do. Right. Um, And we're going to dive into that. But before we do, I wanted to recognize one of our members of our Portable Faith community, uh, Rachel Shared this the other day. This is this has just blessed our hearts so much. This is why we do what we do. Absolutely, uh, just super encouraging. So I'm going to read this to you guys. Uh, Rachel said, "I subscribe to Uprint's Wake Up My Faith website, Portable Faith Community, created by Matt Ham and Kevin Adams. It is awesome, and I've been going through one of their courses called the Spiritual Cleanse. Today, one of the notes was approach everyone for the first time as if they are a world champion at something. I love that." Can you imagine how much different our interactions and conversations would look like? We'd be excited to talk to people instead of trying to avoid them. And we'd be sure to treat people with more respect and admiration, which is what they deserve no matter what. I definitely encourage you guys to check this out. WakeUpMyFaith.com, daily doses of love and inspiration. It costs less per month than your Starbucks order this morning. It's okay, mine too. And what you get is way better than anything at the Bucks. So... Thank you to Rachel, uh, but we just wanted Thanks, to share Rachel. this with you guys because this is what's happening, Yeah. right? Yeah. This is this movement of people who are right. awakening to this thing that God is really that good. That's right. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not about uh, being perfect or, or having perfect people. It's about people that want to take part in a perfect God family. So uh, he's, he's so good, and uh, it's about eyes forward, not backward. And uh, being joyful and holding on to your resolve, Rachel is. Uh, she's just. A, she's a gem. So yeah, we're so thankful, Rachel. Many thanks. So Kevin, here's the question: How, What we could treat people like they're a world champion? Champion at not doing what they say they're going to do. <laughs> you did exactly what I expected. <laughs> Nothing. You're the best. <laughs> Hold that banner. Put one on your car. You suck. Dot com. Golly. Just kidding. But but seriously, how do so we're talking about navigating well, that, all right. right? So let's let's talk about turn the other cheek thing. Okay. You, you mentioned that earlier, and that everything turns into this pendulum. It's a polarized thing. It's a cartoon over here. It's God over here. It's whatever. Turn the other cheek. Uh, listen, it, if you if you you get super bohemian about this idea, then you're going to let. Hitler take over the world in World War II. So that is that what we need to do? Well, I'm so glad that that Ike, <laughs> right, uh, and D-Day and Churchill, Churchill right? took care of things. I mean, God blessed these these guys with some super wisdom, and and they did it. All right, and, and the people did it. All the men and women in the war, but 
Uh, so turn the other cheek is about personal relationships. All right. So it's not about big warfare and, and huge corporate things. There are things where you have to take a stand and, and stand up. And we see that in Scripture, too. So it doesn't contradict itself. So what what we got to do is understand the difference. Just like saying, well, you know, Solomon was the greatest, wisest man ever, but then where does that leave Jesus, right? So there is an answer to that question. We can answer another time. Uh, the cleanse actually answers it. But uh, the uh, the point here is uh, wh- how do you turn the other cheek? Or it really, when do you do it mm. versus when do you not do it? If you just say always do it because that's what Jesus says, then again, you're going to miss out on, you know, Hitler's going to run America. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and I, that's a, a joke, but it, there's a reality to that. You know, you see the Holocaust happen, you need to stand up. And that's Jesus, right? Yeah. All right. So where does it come down? It comes down to first dividing line is personal relationships. So what does that look like, you know? In your workplace, in your, it, you know, it, these are personal relationships within a business environment. So does that make sense? Yes, yeah, I think, I think the, the pausing is key, right? <laughs> because to be able to navigate yeah. this from a place of That's truth. That's right. That's the answer. You right? have to go, okay, all right, what does that actually look like here? Yeah. You know, Jesus wasn't a doormat, right. you know, um, but, but there is this active part that we have to play in expressing him to the world. Right. And, and that's led by the Spirit, not mm-hmm. from our pain. That's right. And so that, I'm just bringing this yeah, all back as I'm, that's I'm right on it. Actually, uh, the, everything has to be in alignment uh, to avoid. See, so going back to the idea of resolve, resolve and joy need to work together. Yeah. Resolve is the lion. Joy is the, is the lamb. And you've got to stay in a joyful, uh, look, if you're looking at quantum physics, you need to have a joyful vibration going on. Uh, there's nothing like it when you're when you are at joy and you have a choice over that you you can overcome anything. That's how you love people. It's not by feeling love yourself. It's by feeling joy, and then you can love from that place. So you have to have that end resolve. So how do you apply that when people don't do what they say? The very first thing is pause. And we treat God like He's not going to do what He says. And it's funny because He always does what He says. Mm-hmm. So the problem there's patience. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, you have to let him speak to you about, because there may be somebody in your life that you need to allow them that grace over and over again for a certain amount of times because they don't completely see what's going on. They don't even know they're doing it. Mm. And you have to be very tender and careful about that. So another dividing line is, are they are they arrogant or are they humble? Mm. And that's where we start to see Jesus, you know, first of all, corporate versus personal relationships. Then the next step is humility versus arrogance. Yeah. So we, we stand up corporately and yield generally that's in right. personal relationships. Yes. We stand up against a spirit of arrogance and we yield against a spirit of humility. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and when we stand up, we don't stand up. Uh, necessarily with uh, with that clawing kind of brute force. <laughs> right. Now, you, you, again, that's corporate, right? We should do a chart. <laughs> but uh, you, you don't, you, you just need resolve. It's just like, you know, when you're disciplining your children, uh, one of the ways, the best ways we ever learned, and of course my kids are all grown up now, 
uh, so I can reflect on it with some wisdom. But but the uh, we learn to discipline them with a joyful heart, not from anger. And boy, they they would tick you off easy, yeah. right? <laughs> so you're angry for a moment or a little while or you know even a day, but you got to let that settle and then come from a place of firmness and joy. So when you when you discipline your children. This is a great practice for how you deal with people who don't do what they say. Mm. And that is you you don't get caught up in their mess, you know, because that's a hook. So your resolve is against those things. You put your shields of faith up. You go with resolve, firmness. This is how it's going to be. I'm in charge of my own life. I'm not going to let this weigh on me, And but I'm excited about it, and I love you. And, and you move forward. Mm. And if they don't want to take part in that, that's fine. You dust your, your feet off. If they do, come on. You're always welcome. Yeah. That's powerful. That's huge. And, and you can live your whole life from that place, but that's when your, your spirit is leading everything. It's coming up from your spirit, through your soul, and an output of your hands. And that's when impossible happens over and over again, the impossible. Kevin, do you think social media has inhibited this process because it creates this facade that we can kind of hide behind and just sling dirt. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Uh, God gave me a really cool picture the other day of uh, uh, that, that people are able to make decisions at the speed of thought. Now, Bill Gates has a book years ago came out called the speed of thought. It's an interesting idea, but uh, uh, this is, where you and I, or, or me especially, man, dude, I, I grew up, I was born in the middle 60s. So like, <laughs> now people are like, well, was that even a time period you right. know, when God was a boy and dinosaurs were? <laughs> but, but, uh, but so I remember a time. We got like just you know we got like twenty seconds okay. before we take a break. All right, yeah. Well, we can we can talk about it next. Yeah, time. I don't mean to cut you off. I just want to make sure we catch the break. So, guys, this is some good stuff. We're gonna come right back after a short break. Matt Ham and Kevin Adams, you're listening to watching. Wake up our faith. Uh, check out the Portable Faith Community. WakeUpMyFaith.com. Uprint was built around the idea that everyone matters, and that's why everyone needs to uncover their God-given Uprint. Think of it this way. God wants to leave his fingerprints on the world through yours. We combine the very best personal mentoring with incredible high-quality faith development courses that bridges the gap between traditional personal development and sound biblical teaching. If you're ready to uncover your why, thrive in your gifts, and live the life of impact you were created for, you print is for you. Go to www.uprint.life to schedule a free discovery call. That's www.youprint.life. Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. Matt Hamm and Kevin Adams with you every week, live streaming on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Every Wednesday, 1 to 3 p.m. East. We are also on Wilmington's Big Talker, 106.7 FM, every Sunday from 12 
to 2 p.m. podcasted on iTunes, Wake Up Our Faith. We're in our first hour of two here. Kevin had a great conversation about how to respond when people don't do what they say they're going to do. Uh, we're going to wrap up those thoughts here. But really quickly, I want to recognize our corporate partners. Many thanks to Chris Hutchins and his team at Guaranteed Rate Mortgage. More than 20 years of experience in the mortgage business, whether you're buying a home or refinancing, please give Chris and his team a call, 910-344-0304. Also to our good friends at Seacoast Skin Surgery, right upstairs here in Howell Creek Landing, Dr. Greg Veeman and his ministry, Everlasting Strength. Be sure to give him a call, uh, 910-256-2100. So, Kevin, I cut you off towards the end of the segment there. I apologize, the last segment. Um, We were talking about um, people um, on social media moving so fast that they don't allow God to speak into. Yeah, no, I remember. (laughs) Uh, The... uh, the point of it was is decisions now, you don't have to pause. Social media, your question was social media, uh, does, it, does it enhance this? Social media uh, isn't the enemy. It's like a dollar bill. It's neutral. It can be used for bad or good. It's awesome. It's terrible. All of that stuff. So setting all that aside, it's, it allows us, it's really not necessarily just social media. It is technology. So technology allows us to make decisions, uh, and if we want to sin, we don't talk a lot about sin on here because our focus is uh, overcoming it. It's what God is doing, what he has done, um, but sin exists. So, so it's a good way to talk about it. Uh, if you, you don't have to wait, like, you know, and let's use the topic of, of pornography, mm. all right? Uh, and I think I think everybody has seen or, or dealt with it in some way or through someone at some point in the last twenty years. So it, it, it's it's a great way to to look at this. You don't have to wait. What I was saying earlier is I was uh, a kid in the seventies. I was an adult in the eighties, and I'm now I'm a middle aged dude here in the whatevers. So. <laughs> We had to wait, you know, and and you know what I'm talking about. You, any kind of thing, you you have to wait. You have to give pause to it, and that's great because that allows God to come in there and take over your thought process. Now you don't have to. Mm. So that's on the sinful side. Uh, you can do anything you want immediately. As soon as you think of it, you can decide. Mm. So it's decisions at the speed of thought. Now you can make good decisions too. But listen, my, my, what I've found in 52 years of life is that God is almost always slow and deep, and the devil is, is almost always shallow and, and fast. So what we want to do is slow down, and God will restore the time. If you're freaking out because you've got to get stuff done, relax. Yeah. And uh, so, But anyway, long story, the, the point of it is, yes, social media allows us or technology allows us to make decisions so quickly that we don't have to pause. So it, it is difficult. It makes yeah. it more difficult, especially with millennials and people who have grown up with it. Uh, they, they don't. They, they don't have to ever pause. What the, the the answer typically is: do it and then say you're sorry. And that's what I find all the time: is that yeah. people standing in the parking lot when you're trying to get by, and all you hear is sorry. It, there's no reality to the situation awareness 
Yeah, it's just sorry takes care of everything, but I made the decision quickly because, you know, anyway. That brings us back to this idea of when people don't do what they say they're going to do. Yes. The difference between confronting it. Right. You know, and we had said in the last segment, corporately confront it. Yeah. Personal relationships, give it grace. So this this thing of grace and truth, how do we confront this pausing? Yeah. Well, the, the... so what we've got to do is, this is the culture we live in. This is the canyon of darkness. We have to be light. Light always overcomes darkness. So uh, what we have to do is we have to really look at where am I going to, what argument am I going to choose here? Because people are in the culture of being able to make immediate decisions about everything. They could post anything. I don't give a crud what sprinkles are on your donut on Facebook. I don't care. A lot of people... <laughs> may think people care about that. Now, I'm being silly. I do I do care about seeing something that someone I'm, I'm close to or seeing their kiddo uh, when I know that person and I love them. So there's a, there's a line there, uh, and we can waffle back and forth. But what we need to do is understand who we are. So the difference, we can talk about this real quick, like the difference between complaining and venting. Oh, yeah. And, and I think that that's... You know, we're trying to throw in some nuggets here. I mean, this is such a big subject. Sure. But uh, so let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah. Where is the line between complaining, which complaint is the language of hell. Complaint is not a good thing. Uh, but venting is. Mm-hmm. So what does that look like? You know, what's, what's yeah. your thoughts on that? Well, for me, um, complaint is staying in the place. Whereas venting is recognizing it. Okay, so venting is, I see this. Mm-hmm. It frustrates me. Yep. But I'm going to pause and let truth win over my feelings, over or the circumstance. Right. Yep. Complaining is a rejection of truth mm-hmm. <laughs> and a refusal. Right. And living in the the murk or the mire. Complaint is just like fear. It's it's just it's it's an ongoing thing. Uh, venting. You see David venting, and we can even call it complaint, but really it's not. Uh, it's it's more of a, oh Lord, this is a struggle for me. This is hard. It, you've got to let that out. It is a lie not to let that out. So the other side of that is is you is you. So so the way this should work is, and, and we we use this process for overcoming fear. Complaint, all kind of different things, but uh, real quick, like it's think of it as a two-step process. Uh, the very first step you take is you face the thing. If now, if if you're talking about fear or complaint or something, uh, if you keep complaining, you will become depressed. Yeah. You you will prophesy that over your life. So you can't do that, but you don't want to bury your head. And go, it doesn't exist. Positive thinking. That's a lie. That's not honest. Uh-huh. So you look at it, you acknowledge it, and you and you count the cost of what you may lose by moving forward. That's honest. You count it. You say, "I may lose." For me, I use the idea of jumping out of a plane. If I if I walk up to the door and uh, I take that first step, I may lose my life if I do this. Okay. The second step. The second step. So the first one's about integrity. The second step is counting the cost of not doing it. Mm. What will you lose if you don't do it, if you just stay where you are? So what that second step does, if you think about it in terms of your body, is it moves your whole body forward. And listen, 
One is about eternal things. The second step is a great part of your vision. So you, you can apply that to everything. And, and if you've got a heart after God, you're always going to end up with the eternal thing is greater than the temporal thing. Mm-hmm. So that's how you move your whole body forward and overcome these things. You deal with it. You face it. You take the next step. Because if you don't move on from it, you're going to lose a whole lot more and you're going to waste a whole lot of your time, if that makes sense. Yeah, to me, this is this thing of faith is this process of taking steps. Absolutely. And, and walking with God. It's not a leap. Yeah, it's not just, whew, just right. jumping and going off willy-nilly right. and firing this over here and quoting Bible verses yeah. over here and throwing and flinging this no, over here. And, it's not that at all. It, but we live in that place. And yeah. that's the problem with culture is we right. live in that place thinking that that's the fateful thing to do. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, well, people either completely reject it and act like, well, Christianity is a bunch of rules and hypocrites, or, which is just a silly argument, but there is some truth in it, or it's, you know, casting spells with, <laughs> with Post-it notes and, you know, throwing scripture around and oil and, and, and all that. There's good in that, those things, but... The truth is God lives in you, and you can just let him out into the room. And if you learn how to do that, the impossible things will will happen, and you'll have joy, and you'll have resolve. And things like complaint and all that, listen, despair will go blue in the face from loitering about because you've ignored it, because you know how to do it. So when people don't do what they say, this is how you deal with it. That's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) This is so good, guys. I mean, this, there's so much depth and wisdom and truth in here. And Kevin, man, I appreciate you just pouring your hearts out for our listeners. And that's what this guy's so amazing at is just being willing to give. And uh, it just it means so much to, to me well, and to our, our listeners as well. That's our heart to set people free. And uh, so we're, we're in this together. And uh, yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you too. Guys, man, thank you so much for tuning in. First hour of Wake Up Our Faith in the Books. Our good friend Macy Cole joining us next In the meantime, check out the Portable Faith Community. It sponsors and helps support what we're doing here, but you get great content for it. WakeUpMyFaith.com. We'll be back for more right after this.